rester là-bas. C'est que tu... Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. What's on the menu? Because <laughs> that's what tomorrow said. What they, what they, what they say? Deception, disgrace. Y'all don't know that song. Deception, disgrace. Oh, y'all don't know that song, man. Start the show. That was for my my old school folk. Who who knows something about Lion King? The first one and the second one. You know, we talk about the first one all the time, but we don't really show no love that much for the second one. The second one symbols pride. Huh? And then Timon didn't get crazy like that till Lion King one and a half. But that's for the OGs. It's only for the OGs. But at any rate, welcome back to the show. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know how we start off. Y'all never know what's going to happen on the 831 show. Huh? Come on here. Listen, y'all already know what we're doing. 831 show. Well, we're going to laugh. We're going to love. We're going to learn. And we're going to heal. I just added one. Because we're going to love, too. And I'm going to kind of talk about that today. So, yeah, man. Listen, this is the final episode for season one. Oh, man. No. But listen, it's all right. Seven episodes. We done got in this thing. Look, we deep in now, y'all. So, uh, season one has been great. This was pretty much like the introduction to everything, right? So, yeah, season one has been great. And I'm excited for season two. And y'all will see updates on when that will drop. Speaking of updates, if you're not already following me on um, Barack Obama's interwebs, uh uh-huh, Instagram, Christian.Walker3, and then Facebook, Christian Walker. Amen. All right. I'm excited. Now, listen here. I just made a post um, about a couple days ago. About one of the greatest gospel artists in the world. He is, I think, still coined the prince of gospel music. The one and only John P. Key. Listen, y'all. I was birthed on John P. Key. Not conceived. Let's let's, let's get it right. (laughs) But... I took myself out with that one. No, I was birthed to John B. Key. Like, as a one to two-year-old, I remember him being, like, one of the first artists I ever saw, like, on TV. And it was the Strength album, right? Strength album was where we heard I Do Worship for the first time, 
right? Strength, the actual, uh, the song title. Um, Mighty God, right? Thursday Love, right? Clap Your Hands, right? That was the record. That record is full of hits and it's still killing the day, right? So I grew up on John Key. He was the number one favorite gospel artist of my household. And that still holds true today. He's still my favorite gospel artist and like my favorite male singer of all time because he's just one of the best, right? Just one of the best. So I made a post the other day and I um, I shouted out uh, one of his, one of the greatest records of all time is the Not Guilty album. Let me tell you something. That album is still killing, okay? Like... And see, I remember playing that record when I was, you know, younger. You know, that's when they still made like two discs for music because it just had so much music, right? And Not Guilty had a disc one and a disc two. Let me tell you something. I wore disc two out. I just did, right? I don't know what it was about disc two, but I just wore it out. But the whole record, y'all, is still killing. Like, you can just play it from top to bottom, no skips. Just no, I mean, the music is just still relevant. You know, we had that was the famous Rain on Us track with Cal, D. Calvin Rogers on drums, just going off, letting us have it, especially at that time period. Now, the original Rain on Us is called God of Mercy, and that's when Adele Abrams was still playing drums with Johnny Piquet. I'm just giving y'all a little history, right? I'm not new to this, right? I ain't no spring chicken when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> like I know I know what's up man I know what's up uh, So yeah man Listen I mean John really Just he did a number In gospel music He was one of the ones That just really like Took it to a whole Another level Like His band was always Smacking Always I've never known John To have a bad band Ever Ever Him and Fred Hammond Right But I have to save Another podcast For Fred Hammond Cause he's the other He's like the other side of John Piquet, right? But yeah, I mean, John birthed out like some of the male singers and even females well, that we know today, like Lowell Pye, right? Isaac Curry, right? Um, Dwayne Woods, right? Some people don't know that. Like Dwayne Woods sang on the Show Up album, right? Uh, Zacardi Cortez. I mean, come on now. Like, and he's taking over right now. Uh, LeJune Thompson but Sheila Lakin you know like John put Vanessa Bell Armstrong like he 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 is so instrumental to gospel music and a lot of the singers we know now and the music that we know that is still so relevant right so I can go all day long with John Biggie so I'm not gonna spend too too much time on it but it sends me right to our devotional song period Woo! go bubba listen I'm gonna get that on t-shirt so speaking of since we on that record my devotional song is a simple song for those that know about the not guilty session you know exactly what I'm talking about and that's on this two track three to be exact huh come on here the simple song of life simply says you used to love the world that you gave your life for every man 
little boy and girl. Listen, I'm going to do a real cover to that one day, so be on the lookout. But simple song, Lord, don't take my simple song away. Man, that song is just, oh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's amazing. So that is my devotional song for today. So please, if you have not, if you just need to go and dust it off, go listen to that album. It's just, it's the bee's knees. It's just amazing. So, yep. Well, here we are in the talking portion of the show for our topic on today. Uh, I have enjoyed these topics. Listen, it's been helping people. I've been getting text messages and and, and, and boxes, you know, people being helped by it. Uh, so, hey, like I said, if y'all getting help, we're going to keep doing it. All right. Um, so today um, we're going to end this season about we're talking about um, guarding your heart. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, neighbor, are you guarding your heart? Guarding your heart. Before I give the scripture, because uh, 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 some of y'all have already probably heard this scripture before, but I'm gonna give it anyway, right? Because we believe in the Bible at the 31 show, right? Um, ever since I was a kid and even into my adult years, um, I've always noticed that um, I had a really big heart, right? And uh, let me tell you something having a big heart. Is not for the faint of heart, huh? Whew. Listen, especially if you have a big heart like I do, you already know what I'm saying. It ain't. <laughs> it is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you something. Having a big heart means big responsibilities, fam. I'm trying to tell you, and uh, you know it. So much damage can be done with having a big heart, especially. If you don't know how to um, protect it, right? And that's pretty much the topic of conversation today. And, um, you know, I would always ask God sometimes in my prayer time, God, why did you give me a big heart? Right? That would be my question all the time. God, why did you give me a big heart? I think there's going to be a book I'm going to write. I've been told that there's an author in there somewhere. So (laughs) I got about three different books I know I'm probably going to end up writing. I think that's probably going to be either the first or the second book. So y'all be on the lookout. You never know what's going to happen. So, yeah. So, guarding your heart, having a big heart, listen, it's, it's, it's something, you know, it means, you know, loving those who potentially probably won't love you back. Alright? That's a that's a difficult place to be in, right? Um, naturally caring for everyone. Right? You know, I mean, so much so to like giving, you know, we hear the saying all the time, you know, giving the shirt off your back. Right. It's it's something to it, you know. Um, And I know it's something that some people pray for. And I believe he'll give it 
right? I, I, I've never been a pussy. I, I was born with it, so I don't know what it's like. You know, shoot. If anything, my prayers. But listen, can I give it back? Can I, can I exchange it for some <laughs> return to sender? Listen, I will tell me what address to send it to. Okay, <laughs> like it's hey, it, it, it's something else, you know. Because I mean. The literal heartache, if I had to do a play on words, the heartache that comes with having a big heart, man, I mean, it's literally just like the the, the, the same folk that you help out, right, are the same folks that will like bite your hand, right? We, we hear the saying all the time, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you. But let me tell you something. It happens a lot. <laughs> it happens a lot. I mean, it, it means like the ones that you cover, right? Uh, people that you know trust trust you as a safe place, and this then the third. And before you know it, they trying to expose you, and it's like, wait a minute, I, come on, man, like didn't I just? Oh, okay, all right, okay, 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 right. But you know, I've learned over time. You know, having a big heart means you got to have even bigger boundaries. Y'all not saying nothing to me in here. <laughs> Side note, that's how you know I'm a preacher because first of all, it's just me recording. Why would y'all talk back to me? But it's okay. Y'all pray for me. I feel like in these seven episodes, my mind has not gotten any better. So, yeah, but we're here now, huh? We're here. We're not going anywhere. So, but yeah, you know, having a big heart, it means you have to have bigger boundaries right um heartbreak right uh, I, i'm not the first one to get my heart broke i know i'm not the last one <laughs> right um but sometimes heartbreaks um they teach you a lot of stuff right and it's and they teach you how to never allow something to happen again or at least attempt to right it literally teaches you how to protect your heart and how to guard it, right? And like I said earlier, you can't get rid of it because you're born with it. I've tried to get rid of mine, and the Lord said, "Ah, no, try something else." I'm like, "Man, you suck." I mean, it's been <laughs> it's been plenty of attempts. Trust me. Where I'm just like, um, "Hey, I know you said no last week, but is that gonna change?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Let me think about it." No. Because I'm a God that does not change. Yeah, 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 okay. Don't you just love when he uses his own word? You'd be sitting there like, all right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's it's something. So, the actual scripture, the actual scripture, we find that scripture in Proverbs 4, um, verse 23. Uh, and if you ever need wisdom for life, read Proverbs. It's just wisdom galore, right? It's just it's everywhere in there. So the actual scripture, and I like how the uh, NIV reads it um, and the NLT, right? So the NIV, uh, it says, above all else, right? So there's an entire proverb. Like this is, we hear this scripture towards the end of this uh, chapter, right? This is verse 23. It's like 27 verses, right? So we're nearing the end of a whole chapter. So there's like 22 other verses in this chapter, right? Um, that talks about, you know, 
uh, uh, wisdom and you know getting understanding right staying on the straight and narrow you know staying away from evil you know and all of, all of that is within you know those 22 verses right uh, but when we get to verse 23 it's interesting that it will phrase it above all else right uh, because it's not necessarily dismissing what we just read but I think it's making the statement of if you don't have this then the other stuff is not going to work it's not going to make sense right so it says above all else guard your heart right for everything you do flows from it I want to say the KJV uh, says from it flows the issues of life right Um, and I like how the NLT says it as well um, it says, guard your heart above all else, right? So we heard that. Um, but I also, like I says this, for it determines the course of your life, right? Determines the course of your life. So, yeah. So y'all know me. I love definitions, right? So I want to read the definition that I found of guard, right? So guard... Um, be used as a noun right y'all know that there's a teacher in me right be used as a noun and also as a verb right so the verb is given first it says guard to guard right to watch over in order to protect or control to watch over in order to protect or control to protect against damage or harm right so that's the verb to guard right but then we have the noun definition like a guard it's a person who keeps watch especially a soldier or another person formally assigned to protect a person or to control access to a place I like how that last part says it to control access to a place right or a guard is a device worn or fitted to prevent injury or damage right so to guard or to be a guard right so in reading that scripture i believe that word guard it 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 includes all of that right to guard your heart or to be the guard over your heart Right, so we got that, and then I looked at the looked up the definition of heart. Sounds silly, but it'll make sense in a minute, right? So a heart, the heart, is a fist-sized organ that pumps blood throughout your body, and it's the primary organ of your circulatory system. Right, so it's a fist sized organ that pumps blood throughout your body. Right, your heart, for it to be so s- small or just the size of your fist, is the very thing that gives you life. Here's the thing other things in your body can fail, and you can live. But if your heart fails, 
either they're going to have to shock you back to life or you're dead. Something so small gives you life. It pumps blood throughout your entire body. If your heart stops or if your heart fails, if you have a heart attack, right, it can lead to death, right? Or they have to put you on, you know, life support system, right? So here's what's crazy. And I want you to declare this over yourself. I'm not necessarily trying to stay in this direction, but since we're here, like I said, other parts in your body can fail. But as long as you have a heartbeat, you have another chance of life. Isn't that amazing? As long as you have a heartbeat. I don't even know where you are right now, who was listening to this, but I just... I want you to declare that over yourself. As long as I have a heartbeat, I have another chance at life. I have a chance to live. As long as I have a heartbeat, things can get better. Things can shift at any moment. Why? Because my heartbeat tells me that I still have life, that I'm still breathing, that I'm still here that anything can happen at any given moment so that means you can't give up if your heart is still beating you can't give up because we don't decide when it's time for us to get up out of here so if God continues to give you a heartbeat and to wake you up every morning listen that means life has a chance to get better not gonna get stuck there because I can <laughs> I could really open up the doors of the church right there all right so yeah as long as you have a heartbeat you have life but here we go that's all the more reason to protect it because now that means we have we have a new perspective on it right all the more reason to protect it why because now you're protecting your life to guard your heart says I'm protecting my life I am the protector of my life right yes God shields us yes God protects us but in that scripture he gives us a charge he gives us a responsibility over the thing that he has given us he gives us life life is a gift so in that one in those three words guard your heart he's charging us to protect our life right now we have a responsibility he's gonna do what he's gonna do right but it's up to us to watch out over it as well. It's up to us. We're responsible, right? We're responsible. So, to guard it, right? Like I said earlier, when you have a heart, a big heart like that, you have to have boundaries around it, right? That means you have to watch 
who comes in or what you allow access in, right? Who or what? And it also means you're watching what you let out, what you spew out, right? So there's a difference between guarding your heart and then having a heart that's closed off, right? And a lot of times, our heart can be closed off from disappointment, from hurt, from bitterness, right? Because life do be life. <laughs> I know that's not the correct English. Sorry, mama. <laughs> but life be life. Life be life. <laughs> right? And sometimes it'll cause you to shut that thing off. To close it off Right You don't want to let nobody in Especially after your last heartbreak You said you was you was never ever Going to let nobody else near your heart Oh I get it Because I done been there done that Got the t-shirt got the, got, got the cup Got the mug Right But you have to heal it Or allow God to heal it Right so that it's not closed off. Why? Because somebody needs your heart. It's, it's amazing thing about life, where the play, the same place that you were disappointed in, you can help encourage somebody in. Why? Because you've been there, done that, and you've healed from it. Sometimes God will use us as the poster child. Right for going through things. Right, I talked about it in my last episode. Peter was like the poster child for having faith, faith so strong that it caused you to walk on water. But also being vulnerable enough to ask for help because he had people watching him. So Peter enjoyed the fact that he was walking on water, but he probably didn't enjoy the fact that he was sinking in front of everybody too. And that he had to be vulnerable in that space. But somebody was encouraged by that. Somebody is being encouraged by your process, by your go through. So it may not make sense right now, but this is why you have to heal. This is why you have to allow God to enter into that space in your heart. So somebody else can be helped. Somebody's watching you. You may not know it, but somebody's watching you. It's a part of your testimony, right? So you can't close it off. It can't be a brick wall, right? Because here's the thing. There's a part of you that was hurt, right? So that also means there's a part of you that wants to love. You want to love. You desire to love, right? But you won't be able to allow that, you know, out of your heart if it's closed off. So versus closing your heart off, allow the Lord to heal it and learn the lesson and you just guard it and you protect it. That means you watch who you allow in, what you allow in, and you also watch what you spew out, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right? So if you're not healed, 
in some areas, then it's just going to come out. <laughs> it's going to come out in your responses. It's going to come out in conversation. Right? So, guard your heart. Protect your life. Ask God for the discernment. That's why we have discernment. To discern when something's off and when something's not right. Right? Guarding it and protecting it says there's the potential for me to allow something in or someone in as long as I know that they're safe. Can't trust everybody with your heart. I think that's a mistake that we make sometimes. Even in loving, wanting to love and love hard, right? Like for me, there's no gray area. Either I go hard or I just don't go at all. <laughs> you know, but I've had to learn how to manage that. Right? There's tears to this thing, right? There's tears, there's certain access points, right? And once I've discerned what it is, then I know how to place you. I know how to, uh, to, to categorize you, right? So yeah, guard your heart. You're going to need it because there's so much that God wants to do through you. And he needs your heart and he needs your heart well. He needs your heart healed, right? No more heart attacks, right? You want to be healthy. So you can live life. So you can love well. If I had not healed my heart, I wouldn't have started this podcast. Huh? Somebody hit the shot track. <laughs> you know? And now I'm able to help someone else. Right? Somebody's watching you. Somebody needs you. Guard your heart. Protect your life. Don't close people off. Just have discernment and do what needs to be done. It's your responsibility. Cool? That's all I got for you, folks. That was just an encouragement. Right? A different way to look at it, a different perspective. So, yeah. I hope it helps. And I hope season one has been a blessing to you like it has been to me. Sometimes I go back and listen to these episodes and I help myself. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about everything that season two and the other seasons is going to bring. Uh, now I get to start bringing some people in. Right. So y'all don't have to hear me by myself. Right. <laughs> get to bring some different perspectives on, and, you know, get to have fun. And, you know, yeah. So I have enjoyed the first leg of this journey with y'all. Um, share this with somebody. Um, someone that you know that might need help in that area they might be still dealing with heartbreak I know a God that mends broken hearts still mending still healing huh that's what he does so once again follow me on the socials christian.walker3 Facebook Christian Walker Um, I have a song out it's called SOS I need your help go download it if you haven't done that and uh, yeah, y'all, I'm excited about the future and what's the hope and what's to come. Yep. <laughs> so I love y'all and I hope you have an amazing life. You'll see me back here very, 
very soon. And we out this thing. Love y'all. Peace.